This is DJ Kinney for Esoterica, a short feature which delves into the realms of the extraordinary. And today I'm talking Buddha. I've just started studying Buddhism, so forgive me if I get anything wrong, but I've always enjoyed the representations of Buddha I see around. I have a Buddha statue in my garden, and to me, it represents, emanates, and inspires peace. And of course, that's the point. Buddhas represent a constant, unperturbed peace achieved by transcending suffering through releasing egocentric craving and attachment. The very first Buddha who achieved enlightenment through his own trials and travails was Siddhartha, a handsome prince born to privilege and wealth. He was kept sheltered by a father who feared his son would witness sickness, poverty, and death, and so be triggered to the path of redeeming the world instead of unifying India and becoming her greatest king. The two destinies foretold upon his birth. But as you may have guessed, he did witness these things, and he was triggered, leaving his palace and family to find a way that would last. He spent years studying with Hindu masters, and then became an ascetic who ate so little it's said that when he touched his stomach, he'd instead take hold of his spine, and he gave up that life to discover the ultimate truth, and he sat under a Bodhi tree until enlightenment was his. I like this story of a human capable of attaining enlightenment, having the innate ability to improve a mundane life and even transcend the ego, waking up to true reality in full splendor as he did. And Buddha taught that we needed no external authority to do so, for we all contained an innate Buddhahood. He felt strongly that the path to enlightenment was a self-guided tour, and like him, each of us had the power to do it. Do not accept tradition, books, belief, or teachers. Be lamps unto yourselves, he said. Those who do shall reach the topmost height. The ultimate goal of the journey, enlightenment, absolutely interests me, but the journey itself does too. As someone who practices a similar doctrine, I have become less concerned with the mountaintop and more focused on the path which requires a discipline and consistency I have not yet mastered, but I do notice signs of progress. Life, always a challenge, is a little easier. Things and situations, and especially outcomes, no longer hold me in such a death grip. I am more peaceful, kinder, less judgmental, and more compassionate. I actually remember, occasionally... <laughs> that we are all extensions of the same reality. And instead of becoming upset at whatever the latest irritant or problem presents, I can just let it flow, extending compassion to my fellow hikers and to myself. After all, we're all hiking up the same mountain and it's rarely easy. So my front and center goal is to simply remember this and extend a helping hand along the way Instead of always trudging, single-mindedly past, getting mad when I think someone's somehow in my way. In fact, the situation I thought was an impediment might just be, to use a gaming term, a power-up. This remembrance, if you will, also benefits me because then I don't have to experience nagging, frustration, disruptive anger, or simmering resentment. Nothing like a little helping of negativity to literally stall my progress. What's that in gaming? A power down? And ruin my day. Oh, and maybe yours too, because we all know these things are catching. And that's why Buddha's solution to the problem of suffering involves right association. You know, hanging out with those who share your outlook and right speech, minding the effect of your words and right intent, being clear on your motivations for doing and saying what you do with those people you choose to hang out with. 
because the mountain, like life, is steep enough without throwing careless stones at each other. And as the Buddha said, set your heart on doing good because for good or ill, a thousand candles will be lit from your single one. For Esoterica, this is CJ Kinney. Thanks for listening.